0: Welcome to Well Capitalized, a podcast with the Canadian Credit Union System. I am your host, Josh Noble, and I am joined today by Brenda Lyons, Brand and Marketing Manager at Affinity Credit Union. In her role, Brenda oversees Affinity's brand value proposition and the supporting brand architecture, along with product development, innovation, and marketing activities, supporting product lifecycle. Thanks so much for being here today, Brenda. Yeah, it's, it's great. I'm um, very excited to talk about it. First off, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? What was your journey that brought you to your current role at Affinity?
1: So, yeah, I'm, I'm a proud tasking. I was born and raised in Saskatchewan, and I spent the formative years of my life on a farm, a mixed cattle grain farm. And I think that those, some of those values have really um, pushed me towards a career in the credit union. Um, I worked in, in both of the major centers in uh, Saskatchewan. I raised my family in a smaller uh, city in eastern Saskatchewan, and that's where my journey to the credit union system began, uh, is um, with what was Estimat Credit Union, Spectre Credit Union in that area. And I, I think I was really lucky to start my marketing career in a smaller credit union can I go out to see the gamut of marketing in um, a value-based financial institution. Um, in those roles where you don't have many people in the functions, you get to do everything. So I kind of just to that type of uh, learning how to be a marketer. And then after the merger between Spectra and Affinity, um, I have now have the opportunity to take everything I learned um, from a small community based That credit union into a provincial scale. And with that, given some more opportunities
0: um, to to talk about credit unions and and develop products for people all across Saskatchewan. Okay, great. So I'm going to be a really terrible interviewer today, be far from neutral. You guys have produced a video at Affinity that is it's captivating, it's poignant. Uh, I think it's really galvanizing for people who understand the story or are a part of this economic history. I, I just love it. So can you explain the video and the larger campaign that you've mounted at Affinity? Well, first off, I want to
1: thank you for your kind words. And that was awesome honestly, more than we'd ever hoped for. Um, We entered into this project um, and and then it started to grow into something that I'm probably, I'm feeling right now with a once in a career type story that I've had the opportunity to share. And, you know, originally it started off being, you know, affinity story. And we, partway through telling it, filming it, I can't call this the comedy story anymore because this truly is a, a credit union story and it's one that we're lucky and not to be able to tell. But it really belongs to every pioneer and all of us that still are fighting and union, you know, the rallying cry of credit union. So this is your story to Josh. So I'm glad glad that it does great. You're excited about it. And this came from, um, you know, as all credit unions do, we started reflecting of, you know, who are we and what what values do we bring to our members and to our communities and what differentiates us and why would people actually want to bank with us? So we we've done a ton of research and you know, we just kept coming back to you know, what is unique about us is our business model. We are credit union and we go, we follow the principles and we we care, we actually care about our our members' financial well-being and we exist to grow their well-being and we exist to grow the well-being of our community and so you know when we start pulling that together as a value proposition and start to develop our marketing materials around that um, it was quite coincidental we came to the same tagline and thank yourself at the same time as the a um, national awareness campaign came out and you know, so we continue to use and we still do continue to use on Yourself. Uh, we use it slightly different than um, the CCA campaign did but it's something that our, our staff really grasped onto uh, and they were excited about it except then we started realizing maybe we're having trouble articulating the difference in the business model between credit unions and banks. And, you know, we think, you know, we put people through orientation and give them a the list of, you know, the cooperative principles and how we're different, but people were still having trouble articulating that for themselves. And, um, you know, I, I love the great, you know, information that, that we give, and, they, you know, I took the CYC 100 so that I understood the cooperative. Model and the beginning of Credit unions, except for all of those things were in other people's words. They weren't in my words. And when you're reading words on a page, it doesn't always touch you inside and then help you make those words into your own. So I did a lot of you know research about storytelling, and uh, so then we decided we wanted to tell a story about. Why credit unions came to be, and we wanted to do it in a way that was interesting and compelling and memorable, so that you know when we hire you know someone to um, to serve our members, they understand that on a, not just an intellectual level, but also on an emotional level, and they can go out and, and say, this is why credit. Unions so we, we coupled that with a few other supporting pieces um, when we rolled it out. So initially this really was just to be internal. We, we wanted, you know, our 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 staff to be able to articulate to view of the differences. And uh, but then when we started seeing this this is great. And, you know, we we I we could share this with other people and we you know, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna put it in a few different ways. One of one of the supporting pieces we developed for our internal rollout really actually just hit me while we were on location filming, and I looked around at all the cast and crew, and I realized that they were 100% Saskatchewan-based business owners that were making the story being told. So of our members that had turned a vacant um, farmhouse into an Airbnb um, and diversification uh, of his income. That's where we ended up filming. We had a uh, camera crew um, all based in, in Saskatchewan. We had a set designer who based in Saskatchewan who worked at Corner Gas and a whole bunch of other really cool things. We had makeup, we had costumes. I was like look at all these small business people that we're supporting and that all the talent that is in Saskatchewan. So we, I wanted to develop a, pro, a program, or like a can't tell you that you would get if you went to a Broadway um, show to honor um, the local businesses that, that helped us tell that story. And then another fun thing that we did to roll this out um, to create engagement is we created a, what we're calling a heritage design T-shirt and, and you remember when a, a t-shirt and it, and it has Saskatchewan playing on it and the 1937 to celebrate the year that our pioneers came together um, and the, the legislation was signed to uh, support Saskatchewan creating. So those are some of the things we've, we've done internally, um, but now we're excited about you know this organically flowing past the affinity laws.
0: Well, I know for myself, when I saw the video, I I saw myself in it. I know it's the economic history of my community. I think of the successes and the failures economically in my community, and it feels personal. It's very much a part of who I am, where I come from. And I guess a lot of what I think about when I think about being a part of a cooperative and a credit union is communities coming together as one body, and the problems of collective action and how cooperatives have helped to solve those problems and turn us from individuals pursuing individual uh, ends uh, that are divided to something stronger together um, and that's what this podcast was about when it started about social capital that's the wealth capitalized that, that uh, it's about the the interconnection of people and that those interconnection has value but i, I also recognize that i'm i'm a little bit odd i mean not everyone. Um, does works in a credit union or, or hosts a podcast about credit unions. So let me ask the hard question, which is, does anyone care? Uh, is this history still relevant today or is it just history?
1: Great question. And, I, I, and I'm going to say yes with a big exclamation mark. I, I do think that um, you know the, the quote always is um, people who don't understand our history we're doomed to repeat the same things over and over again. And that's part of understanding the roots of, of where we come from and and why we need to be there. As I mentioned, we've done a ton of research into, you know, what makes us different, um, and why we think people want to bank differently. And one of the great things that we did was an online discussion board with Millennials. And asked them to describe their ideal financial institution. And the words they came up with were very powerful. And they know who I am. They care about me. They're not just a sales target. And they give back to our community and the community. Everything that is good on that discussion board, it was describing a credit union. And that's where they want to be. You want to be in a place they feel safe and comfortable and that, um, that people understand and that we want that they know that their best interests are being taken care of. They know what they want, they just don't know that it exists. And so that's you know, a bit of our challenge, I feel, is we need to explain to them the difference and why it's, re- it's still relevant for them. And, you know, I it, In the video, and I hope that people go and watch the video right away, um, Harold, um, my cooperative hero, in there he talks about that if we don't explain the reason for the cooperative movement, uh, within a generation and a half, the reason is going to, people won't understand it, and we're in jeopardy of losing those, and we've seen that. Or marketing organizations and and such that you know where the education didn't support the business model then it disappeared um, because you lose that passion and that reason for being and you become just like everybody else and in my research on storytelling um, they, they talk about the strongest um, brands are usually the ones that are closest what I will call that fist pounding moment and that that fist pounding moment is that time where you say there has to be a better way and you know so if you think about you know some of our strong brands right now like Amazon or Google or Lyft or Uber you know some of those ones that you you see as real challenger brands which is exactly what crazy are where we were and should still be a challenger brand. And you know, Google, they were you know sitting around the university and said, there's gotta be a better way for people to organize information. And you know, they were like, hey, yes, let's so come up with an nice idea. Yeah. So what I wanted to be able to portray was some of those fist-pounding moments that drove people in the, you know, the 30s to organize cooperatively and say, you know what, there has to be a better way to bank. There has to be a better way to do what we're doing right now. And so does anyone care about our industry? Um, I, I think, you know, who we are as poor people that we need financial services, we we care about community, we care about um, looking out for one another, we care about financial literacy. I think all of that is, yes, I think people do care. And. I think we actually, and actually we need to care more and be able to educate each other and talk about it with pride and that this is a, a, a financial model that people want people need and will sustain us in the future.
0: So I'm a big believer that credit unions have to tell our story again and again. For you, if you had unlimited resources time, no no resource constraints, what method of storytelling would you like to use to tell our story? Well, that's a,
1: that's a great question as, as well. You know, I, I agree. I absolutely agree and that. That's one of the key messages in, in the story and that was one of the primary drivers of Harold Chapman through his his lifetime in 102 years. Um, when he became involved in the cooperative movement, he primarily was involved as an adult educator. And he is articulates it in such a passionate, clear way that we need to keep telling the story. And, and I was like, oh, if I had no resources, and I could make a blockbuster movie. I don't know who I would cast as, you know, the, the actor to play my hero Harold Chapman, maybe a Harrison Ford going out there and, and um, battling the beautiful and, and the banks. But all, all kidding aside, um, you know, I, I think there's lots of methods of telling stories, but I, we chose a video because we wanted it to reflect emotionally and for people to take the time and pause out of their busy life and reflect on, on what, what is, what's happening. And, and people keep saying to me, like, you know, where are we going to put this thing? Are you, renting a cinema and putting this out and one of the things that we really want with this story is for it to be authentic this, this story is coming from the hearts of the people who made it it's coming from the heart of Harold Chapman and we're looking for it to, to just be authentic when people watch it and, and so I'm, you know, we're working on it just growing organically and that was one of my pleasures when you asked if I could be on the podcast is is it, it, that coming from an authentic uh, gesture is that uh, let's talk about being a credit and let's share the, the word of credit together because we're all in this together and we're going to work cooperatively and, and you know in one of your other questions you said we we're in it together and gave you good one because that's truly what I, what I believe is we do need to keep telling the story and we need to figure out ways of doing it but it doesn't have to Glamorous and it it just has to be real and authentic because the people that we're reaching with with our business model are real and they have real financial problems and uh, we were designed by them to to alleviate those problems both to them and to the community. Um, yeah, I'm looking to keep telling these stories and and that's you know if if the resources keep coming and 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 I'm allowed. To want to, you know, we call it our shared stories, so plural, uh, the goal is to keep talking about the relevancy of the credit union system and those moments where people said there has to be a better way and those moments where this, the credit union business model has changed lives. So if I get unlimited resources, I, I want to create a novel of short stories so
0: of people that inspire. Well, that's wonderful. I know for myself, I love the blockbuster idea if we truly had no, uh, no resource constraints, but yeah, a, a novel addition um, would be would be fantastic. Uh, Brenda, you guys are doing really incredible work. I really appreciate your time, and I wish you guys all the best at Affinity as you advance the credit union movement.
1: Thank you so much, everyone. talk about our business model and you're
0: very commendable. Thank you so much.